and we're off. We're off to the races. Hello. We're, we're, we're off to the racists because we have Matt Hoffman here no. today. Here I am. Here I am. Here I am. Rock me like a Gentile. <laughs> You're like a Gentile. Yeah, pretty much. How you, how you doing, dog? This Good. is your last episode probably ever. Well, for now. For now. Where are you going? Ever. I'm uh, moving out. Where are you um, moving to? Moving oh. out. I'm moving out. What song is that? Billy Joel, Anthony's song. I need a new chair. This thing is like... You hear it. When I, whenever I listen back to these episodes, it's just like the creaking and the crevicing. I need a beanbag chair. It's kind of like you're on a horse, like back in the old times. <laughs> like... <laughs> you know they ride horses nowadays too. <laughs> you know horses like the old times, like the old times and horses were around. <laughs> Remember that thing, horses that people rode? It's like that. Stop, don't know, please stop, don't know, please stop, don't know, please, mama, I'm a big girl now. Oh man, well, what is bad advice, Hoffman? Bad advice is a podcast between two best friends with just the right amount of sexual tension and sometimes they bring in a special guest and they uh, talk about advice columns, offer their own tastes, it's their own opinions. It's kind of like this all over again! Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the clock. Stop the clock. Stop the cock, alright? We're going full con this time. Full um, con. That was good. That was awesome. That was great. Um, yeah, we all haven't seen each other in a while. Um, Rob and I were in auto together for a little bit. Ugh. I had a musing, but I couldn't remember what the fuck it was. But you were there when I wrote it down. No, I was. Was yeah. I? So all I had written down on my phone was pre-workout. And I think <laughs> what that was, was that my boy Mitchell's girlfriend originally thought pre-workout was a workout you did before you worked. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, I did my... Well, stretch. I, yeah, well, I, so you take some pre-workout, you know, and then you do the workout. Oh, okay, yeah, so you do like the pre-workout you and do. then the workout. It's like... Moving your arms <laughs> yeah, in the park. Yeah, ready. What are, you, what are you guys drinking? We're doing pre-workout right now. Oh. I'm actually drinking a LaCroix. Thank you. A sponsor. <laughs> Fucking gross, dude. Disgusting. Pomplamoose. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, how you been, Hoffman? You all ready for New York City? Yeah. Do you have any free time there before you start the school year? Uh, yeah, I do have a little bit of free time. Use, Why, are you coming down? Mm, no, How but, much free time? Yeah, like, are you going to like explore? Because you've been there before, right? I need to explore. But don't you want to like find out what your area is like and stuff? Yeah, I'll walk around a bit. Okay. Um, what are you Go excited? See a movie like yeah. there's a whole there's a Trader Joe's not far away. Oh, I'm so jealous. What I is a Trader Joe's in the equivalent? I don't really know. They just talk about it. Oh my god, right? no, it's the best. And Trader have... Joe's and CVS is all Trader I know. Trader Joe's, I'll tell you because I like I love it. It's this grocery store that kind of gives you the feel that you're at Whole Foods, but it's way more affordable, and they have their own brand. And it's like the Trader Joe's brand and everything. It's like super cheap. It's great. You're so lucky. Um, and they make their own snacks, right? Like yeah, and there's always samples. And you can always get coffee, at, like a little thing of coffee, and then whatever they're sampling. It's the shit. Do you guys know what Farm Boy is? No, I know. F- farm to Table? Farm Boy. That sounds familiar. <laughs> farm Boy. It's an Ottawa thing. And it's oh. kind of like similar <laughs> where um, it's kind of like Whole Foods where like everything's super fresh and stuff, but they got their own little thing. So I think... Farm Boy is the closest thing that we have, at least, to mm. Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's brand is dope. Who the fuck is Joe? He's a trader. Probably rode a questions. horse back in the day, you know? Hey, Joe. <laughs> Where you going with that gun in your hand? Anyone else have any musings for this week? Um, I'm reading a really good book. What are you reading? It's called Mrs. Fletcher, 
It's by Tom Perota, who it's my wrote favorite Sex Move. It is, it is a really sexy book. It's from the guy who wrote Little Children, which was also a movie, and The Leftovers. Right. Oh! Yes, and it's about this woman, Mrs. Fletcher, Eve Fletcher, and her son goes away to college, and she becomes addicted to MILF porn. Oh. Fuck off. Yeah. Seriously? <laughs> That's what it's about. And I'm listening to the audiobook, which I never do, but I'm doing it because it's read by Carrie Coon, who's an actress who was in The Leftovers and a bunch of... Uh, oh, my And goodness. she's in... Uh, she was in one of those new Marvel movies. She's much better than she doesn't. Anyway, she's really great, and yeah. she's reading it and talking about. It. It's really great to hear her talk about all the different kinds of milf porn. Can you give us like a little sample of like what it would be like? Like, what is it like? Do they like write verbatim what the porn is? Like, is it like in quotations? Like, well, like she goes through the list. She's like blowjob milfs, lesbian milfs, <laughs> young milfs, old milfs, and she's really into the lesbian milfs because she size finds of your it. Head. And she talks about the different stories and setups to porn videos. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, the, the masseuse and the, and then there's the doctor, and then there's the the real estate agent and the stepmom and all this really interesting. So she's just addicted to watching it. Yeah, but a lot of other stuff happens. That sounds great. I I do like the book, The Leftovers. So I'll probably check it's really that great. out. Like the first chapter is like, she's moving her son to college and the son's ex-girlfriend comes over and is giving the, the son a blowjob and she has to like hear it from outside the door. Oh my God. And she hears the son say, suck it, bitch, to the girlfriend. <laughs> and it just, it just, it's an existential moment for her. That's hear my her go-to son phrase. Say that to a woman and she just, it's, it's really a wonderful, wonderful little book. Nice. What about you, Robin? Any musings? Yeah. I do. I was at the post office the other day, and I was standing in line, and they had this glass display case, and it was filled with these coins, and they were $20 coins, which I don't know if that's real or not, but it's a $20 coin. Cheese tokens. But they were... They were like, this is a $20 coin. It's on sale for $158. <laughs> and the whole thing was very confusing to me. Yo, the Canadian mint is tripping. Old people love collecting coins. But it's like, always on TV. F- yeah. My favorite ones is like, <laughs> when you're watching TV and it's like, the 9-11 Memorial <laughs> Quarter. Made with real metal from the World Trade Center. <laughs> That's literally what it is, right? <laughs> Own your piece of history. Hold the coin up to your eye to see a recreation of the crashes on that day. Yeah, this one Hold was the phone dumb. up to your eye to see Paul Greengrass's film, United 93, in its entirety. This one was like Christmas 2011 for $158. Oh, that was the a Tur- good Christmas. The Toronto Maple Leaves for $220. I was like, what? I don't understand the point. Like, why call it a $20? Why not call it a $158 coin? I mean, it is what it is, right? But... It, $20 coin. You know, when these old people die and their f- apartments are full of coins, like, they're gonna just go to waste. They're just gonna... Well, the Canadian Mint now is making, like, $20 coins that aren't even coins. Like, it'll be the shape of... It'll be, like, the Stanley Cup and they'll be like, a $20 coin. And it's just, like, the shape of the Stanley Cup. It's just a... If I bought a $20 coin, could I go to the store? And, and spend it? No, you couldn't, but you could go to the bank. Yeah, because I think oh. they say in the commercials, like, you know, you can't use it at the store or whatever. You can try, but the owner's gonna be like, no, I don't want this because I can't give this to anybody else. Hoffman, right. I like your idea of, like, we evolve past money, just a bartering system of... That's my idea. ...blocks and things. <laughs> That's my idea. I'll give you two Eiffel Towers for uh, a ham sandwich. Okay. <laughs> Uh, um, I have one before we get into the show. Okay. Um, I was having coffee with my friend David Dunkelman yesterday, and we were talking about mythical bathrooms. You know the bathrooms that when you go to school or like you work somewhere, and it's the bathroom that you've seeked out for like months, and no one uses it. Mm. I we I had that at school. Or it was like I had a bathroom that like literally no one knew about. Was so your it was, poo room? Yeah, exactly. Your poo room. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's the best, right? Because it's like for some reason it's always cleaner than the other ones. 
and you don't bump into people. I hate bumping into people when at, you're pooing at the urinals. We used to do that with our professors in school all the time, where it's like they're coming in the door, I'm coming out, and I'm like, "There's no teacher's bathroom." Yeah, there's no teacher's bathroom at uh, Ryerson, so they'd always be upstairs peeing oh, with yeah. the fucking peons. It was the worst. Did you guys ever have a mythical bathroom? Um, I have bathrooms I like. Right? It's like... There's a bathroom at my favorite movie theater that I really like. And I'm oh. not going to say anything about it because I don't want people to use it. But <laughs> what theater? I'm not saying. Can we agree that the urinals at TIFF aren't very good, though? They're terrible. Horrible. The urinals at TIFF, <laughs> instead of you going into the wall with the urinals, they're built outwards. So you got to take a step back. So everyone is, like, four feet from the walls when they're peeing, and you can't, like push your cock in to get some sort of like <laughs> privacy you have to pee outside the bowl you just so it, own it you know take a look around sucks. see what else is going I on i fucking hate that bathroom and it's at the top of a flight of stairs yeah you go up the stairs to the second floor to use the bathroom and then when you go in you have to go up more stairs so many stairs uh, all right um robin do you want to start because you were kind of touting that you had something fucking wild this week um no i'm not starting this week i um, what a bitch. It's okay. very special. Robin's going to break the pod bean app <laughs> with this uh, question. <laughs> and it's from another dog. I'll go ahead. You want to go first? Let's do it. Hoffman's okay. hardly a guest uh, right uh, now. Uh, I was going to say, um, Hoffman, do you feel relatively comfortable being on this show now? <laughs> no, it's always very warm in here. I'm already sweating. So, it's no. always so hot in here. Ask E. Jean. Ooh. Dear E. Jean works for L. We just looked a picture of her. Very uh, seductive. Very mate. seductive. That's a MILF I want to get into. Suck it, bitch! Is that what the line was? That's exactly what the line is. <laughs> and how it was said. This is a short question. Okay. Oh, see, she's so good. Because <laughs> before she gives the answer, there's a little poll where you can you can Are put you your opinion in. Are you kidding me? So that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll agree on a poll option before okay. we read the answer, and we'll see what other people think. I like that idea. Okay. Dear E. Jean, my husband enjoys wearing lingerie. <laughs> I have to say that the sex is awesome when he's wearing it. Nice. And at first it was only panties, but lately he's gotten into where he's got gotten into wearing bras and garter belts with stockings and an occasional nighty as well. As I mentioned, the sex is crazy <laughs> Let me good. Let reiterate, the fucking yes. good. It's real good. So while I'm not thrilled to see the man I love wearing lingerie, trade-off is worth it. He swears he isn't gay and will love me forever. However, how normal is this fetish? It has gotten to the point that he cannot perform unless he is wearing at least oh, a broad that's... panties. And to be honest, he now has nicer things than I do. <laughs> Mrs. Unmentionables. Oh, fantastic question. Okay. Dude, that was great. So now we get to ask, is this a normal fetish? We can choose option A, totally harmless, or B, hmm, I don't think so. God, there's got to be a fucking C. Go with regards, you know? Let me pull my panties to the side so I can slip my <laughs> cock out. <laughs> I think it's harmless. We shouldn't laugh. You know, he, we shouldn't, we, okay, yeah, we shouldn't laugh. We're, can, we're very sex positive here at Bad Vice. I think if he can perform, like... But the thing is, he can't perform without it now, and that's the thing that kind of, like... And mm. she has to feel, like, bra, like, rubbing up against her during... Yeah, because, like, when you're having sex with a woman, you take the bra and stuff off, right? Do you think he's properly not sized? Always. Oh, I'm, I'm assuming he's not wearing, like, you know... Lingerie's expensive, isn't it? So, so he's getting, like, expensive. he's going to, like, get, like, an A cup or whatever? Or maybe he's got a bosom? I don't know. Dude, some jack guys have, like, tits. So if he's, like, thin enough... Do we know how old they are? It didn't say, did it? But no, but overweight. the sex is really, really good. Really, really good. Hmm. Crazy. To be honest, to, to quote, crazy good. Well, then what the hell's the problem? Okay, so Robin, totally harmless or? Mm, I don't think so. 
Totally harmless because mm, the I don't sex think wouldn't. So. The, she wouldn't Fi- think. Okay, this is crazy. Fifty-three percent said, "Hmm, I don't think so," and forty-seven percent said, "Totally harmless." So it's really wow. split. Well, but I think <clears throat> if she was, the sex wouldn't be great if she still wasn't attracted to him, right? Like it, she wouldn't think it was great. So it, there's no problem mm. with it if he's wearing. It's fine, it. but like sometimes you don't want the Rocky Horror Picture Show every time you want to. Yeah, bang. so that's the thing where it's like every time's a lot. Like we all got fetishes where it's like you know I don't want to do this. Every single time, it's good when it is, but you know, sometimes you just need to fucking even like a woman in lingerie. Like you don't need that. Anyway, so time. I actually brought a surprise item, and I brought a pair of brown panties for Gorian <laughs> to try on, on the podcast. <laughs> they fit perfectly. <laughs> He's Fuck all- me, Hoffman. <laughs> Suck it, bitch. <laughs> He's always calling this episode. Suck it, bitch! I don't know if we can get away with the iTunes with that. <laughs> can I clip? Can I clip out the Gary Goon uh, sample of Gary Goon going "Suck it, bitch"? And then we'll just play that. Yes. If you can send it to me by tonight, yes. It'll anyway, go in. the answer also really short. Well, well, okay, wait. Let's, oh, we're not there yet. I don't think we heard Hoffman. What was your? What's your take on this? I think you and I are kind of on a similar page where it's like. My kind of take is like I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why that's not my issue. Work. I don't need to wear bra and panties. So like whatever. Uh, well, okay, so what is the question? Is this a normal thing? Mm-hmm. Is that what she's asking? Is it? Is it, is it, a normal is it, an, is it an okay trade off? Essentially, I also just don't like. Wh- why is it a problem if she says the sex is crazy good? Why? Well, because it's escalated. Yeah, it started see, off as one thing. It's getting more and more and more. And then like who's to who's to know what what yeah. goes on from there? Because if it went from the point of like oh he just wore panties oh now he's in full lingerie oh now he can't fuck without the panties oh now he can't but come until I go oh now he can't fuck it's if I'm now he can't fuck if I'm wearing lingerie all yeah, right it's it's I think she might be a little bit worried about losing him in the sense that like he'll start doing like these more more intensive fetishes well, I where think she just needs to talk to him about it oh yeah of yeah, course that's kind of our answer to every yeah, one know, of these right? questions that's why like, we gotta that's, be fun but that's the truth communication like, is. Key. Key. I just think it's you, you don't have a problem. If I'm really curious as like now who's the dominant lover? Like now that they've sort of now that they're are they exchanging little gender roles in the in the lovemaking process? I think it's one of the things I think where a woman in lingerie is often the like most is, dominant is, one. It's like I don't know. Is there any pegging going on? Of course on, not, or, uh, Robin. What? Of course not. Of course not. What? A woman in lingerie is the dominant one. What about a man in lingerie? It's like the Victoria's Secret fashion show in that place. <laughs> okay, baby, I'm ready to see it. Depends what kind of lingerie it is. That's true, too. How does, like, the, the, the male genitalia fit into, like, a tight pair of panties? You can buy things to strap your cock back. Okay, so it's not like the balls are just kind of, like, no, no. squid one on each side. It's like when your boxes ride up and they just, like, fall out or something like that. That or doesn't like, happen to me because I have a small very dick. small balls I wear boxer dick, briefs, yes. so it's just a little more Secure. tighter. Um, there's an episode of Seinfeld that was about this where George starts oh, eating during sex. And oh, then, never mind. Yeah. Are you talking about the ones with the, the briefs and the boxers? No, no, no. It's, uh, he, he starts watching TV and eating during sex and then doing <laughs> that stuff causes him to be sexually aroused even though he's not having sex anymore. <laughs> so like French fries are turning him on and stuff like that. And That's how they, I feel about French fries. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you fucking drool. Oh, I have, I have a musing. Is it related to this? Yes. Oh, what is it? Um, McDonald's has a new dipping sauce. <sighs> It's very good. It's spicy buffalo. Ooh. That does sound really good. Very though. good. It's because of the fries you're talking about. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I think we're ready to read the. Uh, let's go. <clears throat> What's E. Jean got to say? Mrs. Unhoney. You ask, <laughs> how normal? 
Nobody knows, but I'm guessing the number would shock the pants of researchers. Heck, if we only looked at 25 years worth of Ask E. Jean letters, we'd see proof that whole herds of straight guys dig wearing lingerie. Indeed, what with the lovemaking being so crazy good, I'm wondering if I shouldn't advise the scores of women who complain to Auntie E. about their chap's lack of fire and gumption to lend them your panties. So, men, women, lend me your panties. <laughs> if you just lend me your panties for a moment, I have a... Uh, I could agree with Dr. E. Jean. She's great. I think we should all just be wearing lingerie. And then we'll all be on an even playing field. I think... Not in this place, though. It's fucking boiling that in here. Commun- you know why? It, it makes you... Uh, focus on the conversation, okay? You're going to get hot. You're going to get sweaty. There's no way we're going to get cooler during this period. So fucking ride it out, bro. It's only going to get worse from here. Brian's and, really into the tough love right now. Dude, I fucking love it, dude. I love the heat up in here. It makes, Put on your bra and panties because it's only going to get hotter in here. <laughs> right on. Um, that, was, that was good. That was a little start yeah, I love E-Jean. She was good. She's a veteran. 25 years, she said. Mm. Um, I got another musing. Hmm. Um, so I was taking the train back home from Ottawa yesterday. Mm-hmm. and The GO train? The Via Rail. Ooh. It was great. I, I There was like only like six people on there. Nice. So it was that thing where like I was on the aisle sitting next to a woman and I had to kind of wait for like 10, 15 minutes to see if anyone else was getting on board. Then I just went and sat somewhere. But when I was boarding the train, there was like two men there and one of them was getting on the train. And the conductor was like, are you getting on, sir? And the man says, oh, no, no. And then the conductor's like about to turn away and the old man goes... You know, I haven't been on a train in quite some time. And I just fucking beelined it through them. People who bring up little quips like that and little stories, I don't... The way he said it very specifically, I wrote it down. I haven't taken the train in quite some time. I don't care. I don't care that you haven't done this in some time. A more interesting thing would be if you have taken the train in some time. Oh, where'd you go? Where? Why haven't you taken the train in a while? You know, I haven't worked out in quite some time. No one cares. Like no one cares about this musing. <laughs> don't fucking look at him like that. Speaking to the goddamn microphone. Because I looked at Rob and I was like, this good stuff, Robin? She's like, no. Oh, mercy. All right. Are you going to go next? Sure. I have very exciting Wait, news. Wait, no. Robin's is last. Robin should go last. Are we doing it last? Oh, I mean, it's God. pretty exciting. No, it's great because there's also nothing better than when Robin thinks she's got something really good. <laughs> <laughs> so let's build the anticipation and then Robin will do it and we'll be like, oh, that was it. We're ending oh, on you'll this. See. Like, let's keep you'll the, see. Let's keep the readers, I mean, yeah, the true. listeners interested. Like, give them another of, reason to keep listening. A little bit of mystery. I like that. Um, Coming up. On the Bachelorette Mentel All. I also think it would be cool if, like, when people disagree with us, instead of just, like, messaging us, write it out as, like, a little note and just fucking send it to us, and then we can just read that on the air. Because I don't want to have a back and forth. I want to bring it in, you know? I want to bring it when Robin's wrong and Matt's wrong, you know? And I want to read that in when? front of y'all. You're probably wrong at some point. People send us, like, individual messages, but no one writes, like... There's a system, folks. I, like, I send Robin a message. Whenever I'm not on the podcast, I always send Robin an episode telling her how I agree with her and Gorian is wrong. Yeah, right. All, every year, I'm like, every week, I'm like, what are you talking about, Gorian? <laughs> what do you mean now, you only now said Young chat. Street? <laughs> yeah, I'll do a vi- I'll, I'll video chat Robin and Gorge at the same time and... Uh, and waste everyone's and time. And waste everyone's time, yeah. <laughs> we, we found a cat right before this. I Hoffman found was, cat. Hoffman was petting the fuck out of this cat. This cat loved Hoffman. I went out to meet the cat with him. The cat wouldn't go near me. Oh. It stayed with Hoffman. Yeah. It was your spirit That's animal, dude. That's my cat. <laughs> Dear Abby. <laughs> okay. When I was dating my husband, I gave him a lot of leeway. 
When he told me he listened to a radio show that is known for un unscientific views, I ignored it because I found him so charming and kind. Oh, boy. Unscientific views. He's a Republican! <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely like Joe Rogan or like Alex Jones no, or something. Yeah, it's, it's definitely Alex Jones. How do you be like Joe Rogan or Alex Jones? Like, you can't compare Joe Rogan and Alex Heil Hitler Jones. <laughs> It's the UFOs! <laughs> the frogs! Dude, that guy's website's great. You ever go on there and just look at his, like, um, you can, like, buy stuff on there. You can buy, like, a year's worth of rations or brain pills. It's like He's, Jim Baker. Yeah. Brain pills. I'm on them right now. Makes a lot of sense. Honestly, he treats me better than anyone I've ever known. And I've been in the dating scene for 27 years. Oh my god. During yourself. our three-year courtship, I always avoided the topics of science and politics. Three years? That's interesting. Like, <laughs> right? Science, it's like, what? Like, she's weird she doesn't mention religion, but like, it's so weird. It's when so When you're not mentioning science, that we you just, are talking We just yeah. equate, like, right-wing people as completely being disassociative Dismissive, of yeah. any scientific <clears throat> thought, which is mostly true, but... It's, it's, it's sort of humorous. Honey, what's your Dude, opinion like, on Oh, he's Republican, so he definitely doesn't believe in, like, global warming <laughs> or, like, women shouldn't be able to have abortions. Like, all this, like, crazy whack job stuff, eh? Oh, well, we'll, we'll see. Go we've ahead. Been, we've been married for two years now, and I'm trying, to, I'm trying hard to reconcile the fact that I'm married to a conspiracy theorist oh who believes God. the world is flat. Shut the fuck up. A flat earther. <laughs> That's great. He, he's convinced that fluoride is mass brainwashing. <laughs> And the Holocaust was fake. No! Hoffman's <laughs> <laughs> ah! fading away right now. No, no, don't say that. He's Thanosing. You warned me you were going to say that. <laughs> I, I feel like you have a little trigger warning. I'm sorry, dude. It just like a, like a shake through me. Oh. <laughs> uh, generational trauma. Sorry, go ahead. It makes me so sad. Yeah, no, should make you mad, really. I knew Jesus. on some level that he believed these things. But I chose to overlook it. I know on some level he didn't think the Holocaust was real. That's a big one. When he like, was walking through Anne Frank's house, he kept one. rolling his eyes every time. They talked. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is where you guys kept them? In this little jail area? Okay, you know. Cute. Cute, yeah, isn't that nice? It's like Disney World. I'll be at the other end of the circle we live on. I'll be at the gift shop. <laughs> I can't even make, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> I'm trying to give a funny joke, and I'm like, I'm not going to start making these jokes. Stop. You think you're better than that, but you you aren't. Um, as for the flat earth stuff, though, like... You're a flat earther, aren't you? You don't really have evidence that the world is round. Like, no one's ever proven that to the me. The flat earthers literally think you'll fall off if you go to the end. Doesn't that kind People of make sense? People have been to outer space. Like, what? People. Have you? No, but like, you are you trying to tell? Are you trying down. to tell me that the new Damien Chazelle film First Man is a lie? <laughs> they they shot their own movie sets. Ryan Gosling never went to the moon. <laughs> Other than his irrational beliefs, we are compatible and happy. Irrational. How is that a thing? As long as I don't talk about the Holocaust, everything goes swimmingly. <laughs> I mean, how often are you going to bring up the Holocaust when you're married to someone? It Honey, you want to go on a date? Want to go on a movie date tonight? Sure. What are we seeing? Schindler's List. Schindler's List. I'm not watching that. Greatest work of fiction I've ever seen. <laughs> well, obviously you shouldn't have invited him to Schindler's List if you knew he was a denier. That's your fault for asking him, bro. I'm sorry. sorry. I have to remember not to invite my <laughs> Holocaust denier acquaintances. Not that I have any to see Schindler's List. 
Your husband. Oh. Her husband or her boyfriend? So uh, her her husband of two years. She's it's her. She's worse than he is. Yeah, she is. She she's married enabling him. him. She's worse than he is, and she's gonna have his children and like create more of those like monsters. She's scum. Those children are gonna take care of you when you're older. They're gonna kill me because I'm Jewish. <laughs> like, what do you mean? You're gonna take care of me? Yeah, take care like of some me. Some sort of. <laughs> Matt Hoffman sleeps with the fishes, but not at Auschwitz because it's not a real place. And only on Fridays. And only on Fridays. What? Isn't that a thing? Y'all eat fish on Fridays? That's Catholics. Yeah, that's not us. We no? eat everything always. Oh, okay. We're more of actually, like, Friday's Shabbat, so we're more often to have chicken than fish. Hmm. hmm. You idiot. Hmm. Don't believe any of this. Hey, Uncle June! <laughs> Other than his irrational beliefs, we are compatible and happy. My question is, can a relationship survive in the midst of these fundamental differences? No. Sign knows better in Kansas. They sh- Kansas. Well, <laughs> Just started with that. Hi, I'm from Kansas, and my husband doesn't believe in the Jews. Thinks the world's flat. He thinks the world's flat, because he never uh, left Kansas. Nobody knows fucking anything in Kansas. Like... Oh, man. I don't think we're in Kansas anymore because I can see the end of flat earth. <laughs> I think that's exactly where we're at. Do you think one's Honey, worse than careful. the other? Honey, be careful. If you walk too close, you're going to fall off the planet. Do you think Do you think one's worse than the other? Yeah, the Holocaust denier, denial is much worse than the flat earth thing. Really? Absolutely. Yes. I don't know. It's actually like, it's isn't it illegal in many countries to deny the Holocaust? Certainly isn't Germany. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I, I do remember reading that somewhere. I don't know, though. I feel like... Like, children, usually with, like, the Holocaust stuff, it's, like, conspiracy nuts, you know, like, like wackos that, like, don't believe in it. But, like, I've seen, like, videos of kids that don't believe that the fucking Earth, the world's around, you know? Like, NBA players are, like, talking about the flat Earth But it must be fun to be stupid and think that the world is flat. Like, there's nothing fun about, like, thinking the Holocaust and that. And, like, it's kind of charming to be like, oh, look, there's that idiot who thinks the world is flat. Like, (laughs) it's kind of charming in a way. Like, if Zoe Deschanel was a flat Earther in a movie, I'd be like, that's kind of cute, though. In a movie, in a pretend I wouldn't be surprised if Zoe Deschanel was a flat Earther. (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. Zoe Deschanel is a flat Earther. She'll do anything to be one of the boys. You know, <laughs> new girl, flatter. All right, dear knows better. Uh. Fuck you. <laughs> you say you're compatible and happy in every other respect. Yes, if your marriage can survive, if you practice the same selective amnesia you chose to adopt when your husband was courting you, and focus mm-hmm. solely on the areas in which you are in sync. Why would you want to be sync. courted by an idiot like that? Like, why would you be like, oh, like if someone said that to me, I'd be like. Boy, bye. Like, see you. Yeah. Do you guys have any, like, um, like deal breakers with people? Yeah, Holocaust denial <laughs> is a deal breaker. Mm, I don't know. I don't like when they, like, text improperly. I don't know. I have a thousand deal breakers. Like, really? Yeah. I've, yeah, we've all got. But for Gor- me, Holocaust Gorian denial. Not. No, Gorian, Gorian is not. No, no, like, my my scale's in the other way. Yeah. <laughs> Gorian's like, suck it, bitch. <laughs> Uh, what are my deal breakers? Holocaust denial is probably the first one. Give me something that's like, like some of mine are pretty like obnoxious. Yeah, and like there's I think all, we should. but there's also like they're they're usually deal breakers. But I'm sure some some people can like sneak through it. What, okay. I don't really want to be involved with anybody that doesn't read. Here's here's a yeah, it's true. Isn't there someone who's like uh, don't fuck someone if they don't have books at their home? Yeah, or John, something? John Waters said that. Oh, I love John Waters. I watched the Simpsons episode with him and and the commentary for it was very insightful. Um, he always has interesting things to say. Great. Yeah, he is really great. Um, fuck, I was going to say something. The amnesia's kicking in. <laughs> um, what do you think are our deal breakers? What do you mean? Like things that we do? Like things that, things break, that we do that, that, that people would like, be like, boy, bye. I've got, well, I'm sure I have many. 
Like, what are the things about us that people don't want to date? What are the worst yeah. things about us? What are our worst traits? We're all single, so there's got to be a there's lot. There's got to be a reason you why. You like Jordan Peterson, so that's definitely <laughs> one of yours. Um, <laughs> that's my deal breaker for you. Like, I will never, there's a limit to how close we can get, because I know that deep down in your brain, you're like, the 12 steps to free speech and hate, huh? Step one, stand up with your back straight, all right? <laughs> Step two, treat yourself like you're responsible for yourself, okay? Are these real? I don't know if you're Yeah, from, they're from his book. Oh, are they actually? I yeah. would never, I would never. Oh, no, I'm, I'm reading it now. I brought it home for Ottawa. That's nice. It's, it's all right. It's all right. So I'm reading a book about, like, a, a, a woman in her 40s, like, navigating online porn, and you're just, like, reading about fresh beach. <laughs> um, when you're in my classroom, I'll call you whatever gender pronoun I please. Maybe that's your deal breaker i don't know hoffman i think if you don't know hoffman i feel like you're a little bit eccentric when you're first meeting someone Me? and that could tone it down yeah that's the thing it's like when you meet someone and like you're peak hoffman like if you had a party and i don't like meet anybody when i hoffman i tone it down exactly right so it's like you know uh who i'm meeting right now isn't the real hoffman is it you know if you're like toning it down it's real hoffman it's not full hoffman give me full hoffman right now this no this is full hoffman <laughs> this is full hoffman for full sure. hoffman loves singing yeah I already sang a couple little... Uh, Give me a little ditties. Fernando. I can sing it as Cher. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Can you hear the drums, <laughs> Fernando? It's fucking good. Three many years ago, another starry night like this. <laughs> a, there was something in the air that night. The stars were bright. Fernando. God, that movie that was, was so me share. fucking good. Yo, Mamma Mia, here we go again. Did is... you watch the Onion review? No, I gotta oh, watch it. I love Peter K. Rosenthal. We'll watch it after this. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll hit anyway, sorry, we, we gotta get... Yeah. Whoa, whoa, don't say that on here. Um, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's your fucking deal breaker. <laughs> you smoke too much pot now. Don't say that. It's not a deal breaker, and it's not a problem. It's a temporary <laughs> extravagance during yeah. my transition yeah, phase. Yeah, fun. I'm Fuck transitioning. It. Yeah. To what? To being a better person. To being a better person. Um, last line, mom. No, wait a second. Oh, wait. What are our deal breakers? Yeah, so we don't have Robins. We don't have Robins yet. Robins is like, you know that she's going to write about That's you. That's the thing, yeah. I was literally so going to bring that up. you can only get yeah. so close to Robin before before she cucks you in a story. Yeah. It's I've never cucked anyone. Mm. I, just, I speak. <laughs> I just needed to drop a cuck during this. <laughs> we just went through the fetish question last time, dude. You can't say that. Um, that's, I that's valid, though. I think it's the type of thing where it's like you, you need to know that if you're becoming friends with Robin that nothing you know, sacred you, <laughs> 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 to put it bluntly yes um, but don't worry she won't use your actual name just your first initial and really easy details for her friends to look you up on Facebook yeah no one will know who it is for the first 10 minutes you know <laughs> yeah Can we my 23 year old Jewish friend M-A-T-T <laughs> dot H-O-F-F-M-A Matt Hoffman, you sent me a message the other day where you were like, write about me. Because <laughs> <laughs> Robin was like, I have nothing to write about. And I was like, write about me. <laughs> Title it. My the, favorite Jew. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. Um, do you have another one, Hoffman? Another question? Yeah. I could do another one of the E. Jean questions yeah, that I was going to read. Let's do it. We're, we're only at a half hour here. If we're going to say sure. Robin's. I got another one after this, too. Oh, I got another musing if we want to squeeze one in. I would love to. Um... I told a girl on Tinder she'd be more attractive if she spelled properly. Cause she was writing with like U's and like Good for, good little, for you, <laughs> girl. Case, I like that. I, dude, I was I was like I was like straight up like you're attractive, but like Did you say her straight up? Yeah. 
you know, RT, real talk. Um, I think <laughs> you'd be more attractive if you spelled properly. How'd that go? She was like, whatever. I'm like, oh, well, I'm still attracted though. So she's like, whatever. Did you still bone? That's not a deal breaker for no, you. No deal breaker. Why did you feel the need to bring it up? Um, because Tinder's great because you could just tell people stuff that no one would ever tell them. You know, they live in their own little bubble, and uh oh, here comes Gorian, ready to blow your mind. You know. Anyways, just about um, grammar. spell properly. Like, there's autocorrect, which is like pretty accurate these days. Mm-hmm. Auto capitalization on like mm-hmm. almost any word you type in, you know? True. So it's like if you turn off all that stuff and you're typing like a fucking caveman, why are you doing that, you know? Here's an idea grow the fuck up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ooh. That's um, rule six in the book, actually. Grow the fuck up. Yeah. Hoffman, you got it open? Yeah, but this one was so not funny. I'm gonna go to a different one. Um, sure, let's try this one. Okay, um, try. Do you want me to read? Actually, mine? I like this because it's sort of like someone complaining about something that's not really their problem, and that's Ooh, what I like about it. I don't know if it'll change. It's just based on the headline. Anyways, right. once again with the one and only E. Jean. <gasps> and color Eloise. How do we feel about Ooh. Eloise for the E? Eloise Jean. Oh, I like that. Ellie Jean. Dear Ellie Jean, is there a way for the smart girl to defeat the seductress? I'm a psychologist who joined the private practice of a former teacher of mine. I love the business part of managing the practice as much as the therapy, and I've brought in a considerable amount of money by improving our social media and making a strategic new alliance. My boss and I have talked about making me a partner before too long. Wait, wait, wait. She's a psychologist? Yes. The fuck kind of Facebook page does a psychologist have? (laughs) What? Social... What? <laughs> Could you imagine? What the fuck is that? What the fuck Two is... Two therapy! Yeah, what the... Oh, look at these the cute dogs. Imagine if I showed up for therapy and he was like, just wait a second, I'm tweeting. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, hey, uh, can we take a picture of you for our Instagram? <laughs> yeah. No! Can you lie down on the couch? Like, you know, I never lie down. But like, lie down this time and we'll... Uh, Stephen thought with the favorite Jewish patient. Hashtag Melfi. Like, what Hashtag Melfi. Yeah. Well, Does she remind you of anyone, Tony? <laughs> Your mother? <laughs> Well, um, also, she says she's brought in, uh, what was it, a substantial amount of money? What was the phrase she used? Considerable. Considerable amount of money by what? Enough money that would make you go. Strategic alliance. What the fuck is she doing that she thinks she's doing this, like, big, massive job And that's the entire question, too. (laughs) No, No, I'm just kidding. You fuck. Anyways, but he's also hired another woman. Mm. I went to grad school with her, and she's a notorious flirt. Famous as a manipulator of male professors and a witch to all females around her. Oh, please. I want to watch this movie. (laughs) Am I right? Can we cast it? Um, The boss is going to be played by Fred Fred Malamud. Who's that? <laughs> Just get, the boss is going to be played by... Richard Gere. Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> yeah, because movies are trying to make Richard Dreyfus sexy again, so we're going to go with that. Richard Dreyfus <laughs> is the boss. And this woman is Margot Martindale. And the sexy oh, the sexy new hire is Anne Dowd. Oh, my. From Fox News? Who's Anne Dowd? She's like the fake Margot Martindale. Oh. She's on, she's on the leftovers in the handmaid. Aunt Lydia. Oh. I shouldn't say fake. I, I shouldn't say the fake one. She's <laughs> I, she's one of my favorite actresses. I really like you her. You met Margot Martindale. And Anne Dowd. How are they? Love. I didn't mean Anne Dowd in person. I interviewed her over the phone. She was lovely. Margot Martindale's 
I love that picture just, of you just too. as good as you can ever hope her to be. Uh, that picture just makes me so fucking happy. I I'm like, she seems her. so genuine. Yeah, we did a really good interview, and she was just a wonderful woman. Yeah, I'd watch. Anyway, this movie. sorry, sorry, we've casted. So, reader, <laughs> listeners, Richard, Richard Dreyfus, pull up the pictures. <laughs> Dreyfus, Dowd, Martindale, love triangle. Anyways, the bot. Okay. I went to grad school with her, and she's a notorious flirt, famous as a manipulator of male professors and a witch to all females around her. I can outperform her, but the boss is giving her increasing importance. He says he, quotes, loves her facetiously, and he is soon to be divorced, so he's a bit vulnerable. Am I overreacting? No. From smarter versus sexier. Oh, well, wow. you must think you're a lot better, eh? Like, wow. Oh, God. Just the worst. And before I, we get I, to the answer, a little bit of a poll. Uh-huh. Well, here, let's talk first. Yes, and then we'll do the poll. Let's first talk. of all, the fact that I wasn't on board from the beginning, and I'm definitely not on board now after that little sign-off she Yeah, Margo. What happened to women supporting women, and, like, why is she yeah, slut-shaming fuck her? fuck a woman. What? Isn't that the problem here? No? She's a seductress. <laughs> what? <laughs> she should have sex with the other woman. Who's <laughs> Do you know who's who in the this The two story? women should hook up is what I'm saying. Yeah, we I and think I think fancy. allowing you to ca- allowing the casting of Margot Martindale is, and and Dowd has really like made this unreal for you and now you're imagining it like a film. Yeah. Porn all of a sudden. <clears throat> um I don't know. Seductress and then doesn't she say it's like well known for like mm-hmm. schmoozing with the the male professors? What a weird world that is where It ain't your business. Like aren't these people adults? And, but it seems like it's like high school drama all over again. People never grow up. I guess so. No, someone at my door? No, we're good. Locked. We're good. <laughs> I told him to Robin's Bumble matches to come mid-podcast for a booty call. <laughs> the deal breaker for Special Robin guest. is you and I. That's what it is. Yeah. She's really great. Her name is Robin, but there's this guy, Gorian, who's always around. <laughs> um, what do you think, Robin? I think, it, I think she needs to chill out. I think, yeah. like, let them... What's oh, but let me give you the prompt for the poll question. The prompt is, should she approach her boss? That's the prompt. Oh. No, no of course not. you seem so petty. Approach the woman, but in the in the sense of, like, trying to befriend her. Because you're going to be working together no matter what. And it seems like it's a small work environment. I don't know, maybe the Facebook page needs some help or something. She could help her with that. <laughs> but, her, like, you're a psychologist. Her... Like, yeah, that they, too. Yeah, like I would know better. Honestly, I wouldn't trust this woman to psychology me. You know, me. <laughs> like I would be like, Can, give me the seductress instead, please. So we're gonna vote with a do not tell your boss. Yeah, yeah. don't. Alright, give us a little answer. So the options are: she should definitely approach her boss where things get worse, or no, he's a grown man. We're gonna go no, he's a grown yeah. man, and he's your boss, and he's recently getting divorced, so it's like. There's, she probably just wants to fuck the boss. Yeah. Well, the, the the readers are split again, fifty-two to forty-eight. Wow. More in favor of no, he's a grown man. Hmm. I wish you showed us the genders of people who voted. There's a dog outside. <laughs> All right, let's get that answer. Smart dear girl. Oh, I get it. Not dear smart girl. Smart, smart dear girl. No conscientious woman wants to see her boss straining like a corgi at the leash, barking his love for her arch barking his love for her arch rival your counter move must be pure and true praise her intelligence to the staff when the boss is around do it often and don't forget to add the interesting fact that in grad school her beauty and wit turned so many male professors into love-struck numbskulls that the dean was thinking of putting her on the numbskulls. cover of the diagnostic and statistical manual of mental disorders oh my God. i like hoffman's style of reading because we can't get a word in <laughs> Versus you and I stop every other sentence. He just powers through. With the entire oh, no, office. No, 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 no. With the entire office on alert. The boss won't dare promote her over you because he'll come off as an idiot. P.S. 
but he can marry her. And in that case, forget it. <laughs> Start your own practice. Forget it. We got to write to And this letter is from the E. Jean Archive, e. Jean. 1993 to 2017. Wow. Imagine giving advice for like 20 plus years. Sounds like a sick gig. Uh, but... It, and that's the thing, too, where it's like, bad advice will never get old, because if they've been doing it, love her. I just showed love up the picture her. of Dr. E. Jean. She kind of looks like Margo Martindale. F- foxier, older Molly Ringwald. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It's the, yeah. I think Molly Ringwald has She a, can blow out my 16 candles. Oh, Hello. Boy. <laughs> oh, mercy. Boy. That was a good one. You guys ready? Yeah. ready so wait, we didn't. Uh, I don't know. I got another now one. Now that we've read the answer, we have oh. to have, like, an opinion. I mean, I think it's pretty straightforward. Because you were saying this is one where, like, the woman's I complaining I don't about- like Dr. E. Jean's advice here. Spread gossip about this girl so that he can't promote her without looking like an idiot. I don't like that. That's sort of, uh... No, it's it's a dog dog world, bitch. No, it's it's, it's kind of malicious. I don't <laughs> like that. She's a bitch. <laughs> She's like, go gossip about her and tell everybody else in the office that she was a slut so that when he hires her, she'll look like a dick. Like, what kind of advice is that? E- this is definitely one of E. Jean's earlier ones before she got yeah, this the is early. This, this is, is some early 1993 E. Jean. This is some e. by the bell shit. Hey, guys, I don't know if you guys knew about this, but that new girl in the office doesn't believe in the Holocaust. <laughs> He's going to give a promotion to a denier. <laughs> She's a denier. She's hot, though. She's oh, imagine, never mind. Like, I imagine being like, a psychologist who's a Holocaust denier. And like you go in and you're talking about like your, your like post-World War II like, PTSD on or something. Like, and then they're just like, well, you know, it didn't actually happen. So <laughs> Why are you sad about something that never happened? You're imagining it. <laughs> We need to put you under further examination. Uh, <laughs> we, need, <laughs> we like put you in a straight jacket. That's great. Um, so you're saying, yeah, that was a weird reply. I think it's because you said it so fast I'm and so sure loud. I'm not sure what the response was. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to break yeah, it can, up for can you. We, yeah, can we go sentence by sentence? I'm sorry, Hoffman. Oh, it's okay. This is P. Kaufman when he reads. We're also just very simple people. Yeah. You, you hear how slow I talk on these things, dude? Praise her intelligence to the staff when the boss is around. Yeah, see, that sounds like it's, like, making her sound good, though, no? Yeah. Okay. Don't forget to add the interesting fact that in grad school, her beauty and wit turned so many male professors into love-struck numbskulls that the dean was thinking of putting her on the cover of the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. I think that's that's an Eugene joke. That's a fucked up joke. Yeah, isn't it? It's petty. Petty as fuck. You know know Alicia? She's on the cover of Fucked Up Monthly. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) You know Dr. Jones? Yeah. She's on the cover of Deniers Monthly. (laughs) (laughs) She has a full nude spread on Flat Earth magazine. (laughs) It's just her lying naked across the Flat Earth. Oh man, that's great. Well, oh, man, this this she has a a strange way of answering them. She Dear Doctor E. Jean, I walked by my boss's office and heard my coworker saying, "Suck it, bitch." <laughs> Suck it, bitch. Um, do you want to look up another one while I'm reading another one? A third? Yeah, these are really. I, cool. I think Robbins is going to be so no, big we're only that we're going to be talking here. about Rob. I think Robbins is going to be like a half an hour ordeal. <laughs> Fine, make fun of me now. I'm not making fun of you. I just got a feeling this is like, going to be big. All right, we'll, we'll do amusing. I'll do one more, and then we'll move on to Robbins, okay? Okay. Um, I said that one. This is so great when you do this. Uh, I was in the shower yesterday. Yes? No, oh boy. And the shower curtains have, um, I guess, like pictures, like imprints of just boats on them. Like it's just covered in boats. Okay. What? You're a little sailor? 
No, but my thing is, why is anything Little bathroom or shower related have to do with like bodies of water? Because there's so much water in there. And it helps you move along. But it doesn't make any sense where it's like, oh, there's water at the beach, water in the bathroom. I'll keep shells in there. Some people, people love do. to keep shells I think in their bathroom. Fucking stupid. What about little shell shaped well, fancy soap? Have to. No, I don't have. But I, my shower curtains have boats on them. Boats go in water. Water get, go in the bathroom. Did you get your own shower? Curtains? Get a different yeah. fucking shower curtain. But that, what I'm saying is that they, you can't though. You, you can't, can. You can't buy a shower curtain that's not like water themed. You can't just put a regular fucking shower curtain. Robin, oh, it's blue. Do it's it, got do waves it. on it. Is your shower curtain water themed? No. And neither is mine. So yeah, apparently you can. <laughs> and you know what? I'm looking at new shower curtains to buy because I'm moving don't, in an apartment. Don't fucking lie to me like None that. None of them are water themed. Oh, yeah, I'm just happy to be looking at shower curtains. I do. Honestly, and the shells and the quotes on the walls. Why is it a whole thing? Where are you thing? Using, like? What bathroom is this? Like Martha Stewart's cottage? Like what the fuck? My boy Jonah's mom covered his whole bathroom in quotes. It was always a weird thing to pee in there. Like, Moms love quotes. Quotes are what? Just like inspirational. Every unhappy family is a. Every happy family is alike in the same way. Uh, you can do it. You can poop. Hate it. That was my. Last one for this week. Well, you went song. out on a I just imagine Gloria standing in the shower having like, an existential ah! breakdown. <laughs> Why the boat? Why can't I just get regular shit for my shower and you bathroom? Can. That's not water yeah. You can. You go to Bed Bath and Beyond, everything's in a oh a little seashell thing to hold your soap. Oh, a little Literally seashell not. thing to hold your fucking toothbrush. You can get like basic white or or no. stainless. You can't steel. anymore. That's the thing. You used to be able to. No, you can't. This is... Why are you so aquaphobic? <laughs> Why are you so dumb? I'm not aquaphobic. I don't like... I don't like lake water, though. I like ocean water. Because lake water, it's, like, too murky down there. You can't ocean see... ocean water? Blue all the way down, baby. You can fucking snorkel. You can see what's coming towards you. Not always. What oceans are you swimming in? Yeah, well, have you ever swum in an ocean? Florida, right? Yeah, in Florida. What ocean is that? Pacific? No, Atlantic. No, the Atlantic. How is that? I swam in the Pacific as well, in California. Hmm. I like oceans. The salt gets on your skin after, and it's very healthy for it. It's like a little, its own little oxygen. I got stung by a jellyfish once as a child. Really? It's a big deal. What happened? I was sort of they just floating in it. the water on my back, thinking about this crush I had on this girl in grade eight, who I almost named and was like, forget it. Oh, about did it. you get a, a boner and it stung the boner? No, I was just thinking about how sad I was <laughs> that I was like lonely and in grade eight. <laughs> and then I sort of floated onto. A jellyfish that had te- that had I was gonna say tentac- testicles that had its tentacles sort of spread out and yeah. they sort of wrapped around me, and yeah. I just like came out of the water like screaming like that scene in where, Platoon. Where did uh, yeah? Where did it um sing you? Oh, on my back, my chest. Did someone pee my on you? Like what are you supposed to do? No, after that? the uh, lifeguard put steak spice on me. <laughs> what? I, I don't know. I don't think it did anything. He was a cannibal. He cooked me and... <laughs> and I feel all better now. And then I had to, like, go sit in a hot tub, like, essentially naked with a bunch of, like, old people being like, what happened? <laughs> Can I put steak spice on you? <laughs> Pretty much. I thought he was going to cook me, put meat tenderizer on me. What kind of steak sauce did he use? A1? Steak sauce. Steak spice. A1. You had some A1? <laughs> little barbecue sauce. This is a nice uh, chimichurri sauce. That new McDonald's uh, buffalo Yeah, there you sauce. go. It's good, man. You dip your fries in there? And and I got I got four nuggets just to just to try. Mm. Four nuggets seems like not enough nuggets ever. I didn't want nuggets. I just oh, okay, just to try the sauce. I was like, what's the least amount of nuggets I can get? <laughs> and then there was this guy at the drive-through who came around. It was like, 
I dropped my wallet. <laughs> I was like, buddy, calm down. Anyway, so he goes inside the McDonald's and I look through the drive-thru window when I'm, picking, when I'm picking up and he's back there. I'm like, bro, I don't want you back there near my food. Being Wait, crap. he was in like the... He went inside they and went food? behind the counter. Was this a, a hood clips video that you were watching? It was like, they was like, I want to see the security camera footage. Really? Because he dropped his, I don't understand how you can drop your wallet when you're paying and then drive away. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like a, you pull out the, you don't even like pull out the whole wallet. You pull out the card and then use the card on the machine. Anyway, it was just, it was very alarming because I'm, I'm facing, like my car's facing forward and he's driving towards me and the driver's like, he's going to drive back through it. And I'm like, oh shit. And then he, it's like this old dude with shorts and a blue t-shirt. And it was like, it was like way too late at night. I was like, you deserve this. Like you should be in bed. I was at a Tim, I was at a McDonald's once at like midnight or 1 a.m. And this woman was complaining that her French fries weren't salty enough. They're always too salty. Too salty. And she was like, nah, -uh, not salty enough. And we're like, they were giving her packets of salt. And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, I want the salt over there. Like the salt. The hot salt. Yeah, the hot salt was like, <laughs> they squeeze and put on it. Because she wants it when the fresh fries are still wet with the oil so that her hot salt, <sighs> the salt sticks to it. Exactly, right? Because it just brushes off if it's not still hot. Could you imagine? Like, ugh. Have you ever complained about your fast food? No. Never. Hoffman totally. No, I don't know. <laughs> complain about the nugs. <laughs> no, I'll just like I'll eat whatever. Even if it's the wrong thing in the bag, I'm like whatever. I'll just eat this. Yeah. Try something new. I, I, I talked about on the show where I, I hate when they bring you your food and it's not the food you ordered, so they have to like go into like two times speed mode and like bring your food out mm -hmm. super quickly. Like, why can't you always just be this fast with my food? You know? Why can't it always mean? come out this quickly? Well, they put you ahead of the line when they do that. Yeah, so always do that for me. For you? Yeah. Why you? Why not? You're not very special. Don't be a don't be a Gorian denier, please. Yeah, don't deny Gorian. Fuck, that's my deal breaker. <laughs> Perfect. Dear Abby, my 43-year-old son lives with my husband and me because of medical issues. On weekends, he stays over at his girlfriend's house. Occasionally on weekends, he's not here. I'll invite people over for dinner. He says that because he lives here, he should be told when people are coming to the house. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know Mom, company <laughs> Get out of here We didn't agree on this <laughs> Mom, I wanted to have the boys over <laughs> Sorry guys, my fucking roommates went to sleep So we have to be, we have to be quiet now Oh, your parents? Yeah, whatever, dude Mom, I wanted to watch Talking Dead <laughs> with Chris Hardwick. No, and now it's with, um, know, what's her face? Good. Um, I say because he is not here at the time. My husband and I own the house. It's none of his business. Who is right? Signed, Lady of the House in Illinois. <sighs> well, obviously the son is right. Like, respect his <laughs> right, face, dude. woman. Like, fuck, you, like, raised your son clearly improperly. There was so a you very similar question to this on, like, the third or fifth episode of Bad Vice where Gorian was defending, like, the, <laughs> the 50 year old. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think that he's, he's. It's medical issues, first of all, so you're an asshole. Second of all. He has a girlfriend and he goes and spends time with her. Yeah. That's nice. But he's not there. Why does he need to know? When my roommate's away, I don't tell her if I have people over and vice versa. Um, I always would tell my roommate when I was having people over. When you guys were at, like, your family homes, would you go out and say hi to company that would come over? Or would you kind of just, like, do your own thing and, like, stay in your room? Now, back in the day, I would, yeah, yeah, I would say hi. Yeah. Like, I'm polite. Hoffman, the Grabowskis are yeah, here. My mom's Hoffman! <laughs> <laughs> you have to come down. And, oh. Matthew! What's your middle name, Matthew? Let me uh, guess. Go ahead. 
Abraham. No. Give Why? Him. You're going with like like Jewish biblical names? Yeah. Do you have a middle Peter. Do you have a middle name? Yeah, I do. Jesus. Um, closer to Abraham. Jesus. Closer to Abraham? I said Jesus is closer than Abraham. Justin. It's like no. It's like Matthew Jeremiah John. or something. It's Jonathan. Johnny boy. Matthew Jonathan Hoffman. Matthew J. Hoffman. Oh yeah, the J. MJ. I thought it just meant nothing. <laughs> I thought it meant Jew. <laughs> Matthew Jew Hoffman. Don't forget the Jew in the middle. <laughs> Completely different person if you don't say that. Well, um, yeah, there's I have, I have the issue with that my name's too popular and bad people have my name. That's one of the things that I like having my name because when you Google it, it's only really me versus I've tried to there's like... There's no one else named Gorjon. No one. Uh, we have a group, you know. I like to invite them all into a chat and be like, all right, boys, what are we doing tonight? And then 80 of them fucking leave the chat. <laughs> Dear lady, your son has a point. <laughs> No. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Abby's so Yeah, mom. She's whack. Dear Abby's just actually like a 56-year-old man masquerading as a Hold woman him. online. I see no reason to withhold the information from him. He's a full-fledged member of the household. If his concern is that your guests might go into his room or go through his things... <laughs> we have people over. Son, they're just in your bedroom going through your drawers. This is rifling through your... Oh, you know the... The Joneses are going through yeah. your drawers. Uh, Mr. Jones is putting on your lingerie, son. <laughs> they're only 71, but they're really nosy. If he's concerned, blah, 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 he may want to lock his door when company is coming in his absence. Signed, dental problems. Oh, that's the next one. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, Those are the medical issues. Yeah. He's got dental problems. His teeth fell out. Yeah. Uh, Every night he dreams that his teeth are falling out. What does that mean again? You're stressed, I think. Yeah, Robin would know. What a dumb thing to be like, oh, you know when your like, teeth are falling out in your dream? That means you're stressed. No shit, because that whole concept stresses me out. No, it's like, of course I'm stressed out by crazy things happening to my body. You know, it's not that weird to equate those things. What's the weirdest thing I've dreamt about? Yeah. Hmm. It's one of those things where I should probably just start keeping a dream journal because I do I, the I music. I used to. I did, yeah. for, I did for like three months. It was I heard it's app. healthy. It was an app. Yeah. And when you open it, it's automatically ready to go to, to write down whatever you have. But you couldn't get to the old on, the old saved onto that putting in a code. Oh. It was called Dreamkeeper. It was a little plug. Do you remember any of those? Dreams? Unfortunately, when I got a new phone, I think I lost it. You guys muse and I'll just check. And if I do, I'll read you one. I don't remember most of my dreams. Do you remember a lot of your dreams? In the moment, like I, when I was um, in Ottawa, I had some like pretty funky dreams from like all the drinking and stuff. But you know, <laughs> ten minutes after you wake up, you kind of forget about them, right? Yeah. But no, not that I can think of. I always had this one dream as a kid that a velociraptor was in the forest, and I was like climbing up a tree to get away from it, and he was just mm. like waiting at the bottom of the tree for me. Spooky. Was it, it a scary dream? No, oh, of course. Yeah, it was a nightmare, actually. Mm. And I, it's the exact same scene from Jurassic Park 3, actually. Oh. Like, to the T. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I never, like, you know. Oh, Jesus. Did you find it? I found, well, well, the problem is that, like, so essentially when I got a new phone, I lost them all, and then I got this phone, I guess, and I just did one. It's a real long one, but like I've got like full names of people I know. Jennifer Connelly is in the dream. Can you just give us like Ariana Grande is in the dream. Annie Baker, my favorite playwright, is in the dream. Just read one or two sentences from it that pop out to you. Uh, I don't really want to read this. It's so weird. Just read. Just read verbatim a, a sentence or two. After this, or, I went outside and was accosted by a crying Jennifer Connelly. 
She didn't look great and talked about how fast food ruined her life and how I should respect women. <laughs> this is a dream I had on May May 4th, 2017. May the 4th be with you. Nothing's changed since then either. If fast food's bad for you, Hoffman doesn't treat women very well. This is like, listen to this. I went home. The house had been partially redesigned. My copy of Portnoy's complaint was moved. So I yelled at my dad. All right, oh, that's, that's enough so dreaming for one thing. We've, wow. We're at an hour ten been leading up to this moment. Sorry, I think it's like really pathetic that I dream about like Philip Roth books. I mean, you are really pathetic. Oh, yeah, Aww. I guess so. Um, let's take a guess at what we think Robin brought in. Yeah, but Robin just to quickly let let us know about her weird dream because we've both sort of offered in That's a true. little bit there. Well, she says she doesn't really remember. Robin has been really yeah, she's a bit passe. A little, a little, a little like cool, quiet. I don't know, quiet this episode, but a little impersonal maybe. I've been waiting for little stories of Robin's life and her weird dreams about Jennifer Connelly well, and fast food. That's and... what she's saving. Maybe she. You, I, I got two ideas of what this might be. Okay, go ahead. One, she wrote a piece about you and she's going to read it right <laughs> now. I don't think so. Go ahead. <laughs> two. She got in contact with Waldo. That would be real good. That would be unreal. Or three, maybe someone wrote in a really good question to us. Ooh. And by us, I mean you guys, but they did an asterisk save for Matt Hoffman episode. You are you are us. You are us. You are us. UPS. Okay, sorry. Let's do it. You guys ready? Whoop! Whoop, whoop, let's do it. Let's get hyped. All right. This is great. Because, Matt, you weren't wrong. We got our first See? actual oh question gosh. from an anonymous source. Nice. Yeah. Are you guys excited? It's for us directly. Oh my goodness. Okay. Do they say our oh. names in it? You ready? I'll just read it. All right. Okay, go ahead. All right. I can't wait to judge someone who we know is going <laughs> to listen to this. That's what's fun. That's, yeah. Okay. They waited a fucking bitch. <laughs> they waited the whole time. They waited <laughs> an hour and a half. Question. Yeah. It's going to be. What it was about, good timing. I, I just got it this morning. They sent it to me this morning. Wow. Yeah. Actually, just end the episode here. Yeah, let's save it for another time, honestly. We've had enough. Okay, we'll just bring yeah. the song in now. There was something <laughs> in the air that night. The stars <laughs> were bright. Fernando. Can you give me super troopers? I was sick and tired of everything when I called you last night from Glasgow. All I do is eat and sleep and sing. Wishing every show was... And then you come in the background. Wishing every show was the last show. I, I like the part. You do the chorus. Mm. Super trooper beams are gonna find me, but I won't feel blue. Bow, bow. Like I always Shoo-pa-pow, do. Shoo-pa-pow. Cause somewhere in the crowd there's you. So I'll be there (laughs) when you arrive. The side of you will prove to me I'm still alive. And when I take you in. Can we stop cucking whoever just wrote it? Okay, sorry, let's go ahead. Okay, so. Name, anonymous writer. Nice. Next time, if you write in, give us a fake name. Actually, no, Hoffman, name this person. Robin, read the first paragraph and then I'll name them. Okay. Subject. Actually, no, the name comes at the end. No, because. From. They gave a name. They like gave, they signed off. Oh, oh they did a sign off. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll add in a better one. Go yeah. ahead. Okay. Dear Bad Vibe. Message. <laughs> Should I read it in a list? What's um, the subject of the email they sent? I'm get. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> one Do more question. Subject: Book Club Conundrum. 
Ooh. Ooh, we love book stuff. I, I don't know anyone smart enough that goes to a book club, though. What if we don't know? Once like, again, said the man with the F. Scott Fitzgerald <laughs> collection <laughs> as is a computer screen holder. Message. Screen, you ready? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So they did this on our like form on our website. On our website. Oh, that's how we don't know. Who Badvicepodcast.ca. Yeah. yeah. Um, hi, Badvice. Hi. Long time listener, first time caller. Mm. <laughs> I've been in a book club for six years. We meet every month, and it's a day I always look forward to. Nice. Four of us are original members, but we've definitely seen people come and go. You guys ever been part of a book club? Never. No, I'm a slow reader. I couldn't do it. We used to have that program at our school. Where I don't, no one else tell me what to read. <laughs> that too. Um, I think it's. I mean, I I just did this for my mom. I bought her some books, but like when someone forces you to read something, it's never really enjoyable. Like recommendations are fine, but if I bought you a book, Hoffman, and was like, "Here, Hoffman, read this," you'd be like. The only time well, I read true. books is when people. But give also, them like, to I'm me. also really? so thankful for some of the assignments I had in in high school. I, I think our high school curriculum was like pretty fucking awesome with reading. Fuck Shakespeare, I don't think that's any good. But like, I, I Lord of the Flies, okay. I fuck with that dude. No, but like, well, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I'm just glad that like I was forced to read Pride and Prejudice and like was recommended to read Lolita by my teacher and did and thought it was great. And this is a lot about you. No, and uh, Do you Heart of Darkness. With this teacher? Like, I mean, like I, The Great Gatsby. He's the, the Great Gatsby is like my third favorite book of all time. Really? Third yeah. favorite book. And I'm, which makes me really fucking mad that Gorian has a Fitzgerald collection just <laughs> squished under his computer screen. I read like it's three pages of The Great Gatsby and stopped reading I love it. like all the gay text, text in The Great Gatsby. Is there? Oh, a whole lot. Huh. Gorian's suddenly interested. Very interested. Yeah, does he see him at the end of the elevator and, like, n- someone grabs someone else's cock or something? <laughs> and then, like, the, uh, the, ele- the elevator operator's like, not that handle. <laughs> Fuck off. Operator. I swear, Fuck it's so funny. Off, dude. It um, happens. In, our, in my old uh, primary school, we used to have those things where it's like, read, like, 30 books, and, like, each book you read, you get, like, a little sticker or something like that. And once you read, like, a certain amount of books, like, the class gets, like, a pizza party or something like that. Mm. And I would read like tons of Goosebump books and just like rake in those fucking stickers, man. It was awesome. I probably won us that pizza, to be honest. In grade one, there was a chart where the teacher would keep track of how many teeth everybody had lost. <laughs> and I didn't Isn't lose. That really me? I didn't lose any of my first, any of my baby teeth until grade two. When you got knocked out by a bully. Well, whatever. So for the whole year, I was at zero. It was very upsetting. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I was watching Jack Lanzowski climb up to twenty, and I was at zero. He's just like <laughs> this gumless no smile looking no motherfucker. Teeth. All her baby teeth fell out. No so zero. So jealous. Take but that, I'm happy. Hoffman. No, I'm happy because it ended up that my my teeth fell out late, and no, they can't hear the train. It's and, fine. And uh, my teeth grew in. My adult teeth came in very nicely. Let's see. You got great teeth. I never had braces. I think we. Yeah, we all have really good teeth. I yeah. think. I've never had braces. Me neither. Look at that. I used to have a little teeny gap that they filled in, but other than that, my dentist called me yesterday. How are you doing, Goyan? Yeah, bite dental. I need some advice. I was like, I don't, I don't want to. Oh, shit, I gotta change my dentist, my dentist appointment for next week. Oh yeah, you getting a little cleaning. Well, I'm just gonna be in New York, so. Uh, That's true. I gotta switch up. Do you have like insurance over there and stuff? How does that work? Yeah, I do, but like, I still want to go to my own. Like yeah. I'll come back when I have to get uh, stuff done. Like I won't even get a new person to cut my hair. I'm just gonna come back every six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take the risk. <laughs> All right, let's keep reading. Yeah, this guy's like, oh, what's my question? <laughs> um, you know what I think you I know his question for. is, but go ahead. Uh, right now, we are at six members, sometimes seven. In the past, when someone has wanted to introduce a new member, they ask if it's okay with the rest of the group. So far, we've never had a disagreement about someone joining. We are overall a very welcoming crew. That's nice. 
It's really nice. Also, uh, it's a book club, right? Like, don't you want to have more members to, like, talk about the book? Well, you don't want too many. Did Oprah write this? Oh, my God. Makes so much Holy sense. Holy fuck. Oprah's book club. Um, No, I feel like you six, seven, like, that's about as much as you would want. You wouldn't want more than ten. That'd yeah. Too many. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Keep going. Okay, Hoffman. No, she was just going to stop right there. <laughs> well, like, let's get, I'm looking at Robin's computer screen. Like, it's not so short. It's not. <laughs> oh, shit. However, at our last meeting, the couple in our book club asked if one of, our, if one of their friends could join. I am the only other person who knows this friend, and bad vice, I am truly not a fan. This person isn't mean or terrible, but they just aren't my cup of tea. This club is a very curated group of friends. We were friends before book club, and we are mostly friends outside of book club. I am definitely the link between everyone, and in a lot of ways, the glue. Well, aren't you important? <laughs> I really hold the whole thing together. <laughs> it's all about me. Sorry, go ahead. But I do think everyone enjoys each other's company. I think adding this person would negatively disrupt the group's dynamic, and it would absolutely put a damper on it for me personally. That's what I thought when I started bringing you to things with my other friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually believe that. I still have a little bit of resentment towards you that you totally abandoned me after we stopped being <laughs> in school together. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, we have a similar dynamic with, like, Bad Movie Night, right? Where it's like, we got the Bad Movie Night crew, and it's like very... I know those we, people, though. Yeah, you do know them. When's Bad Movie Night? Uh, it's, like, bi-monthly. Maybe so we'll have one it. on Thursday. No, nah, it's... You know, Tomorrow's Thursday. Yeah, but we're probably not having one then. Well, I'll be gone. Okay, go ahead <laughs> with the question. <laughs> Are you guys going to come to New York and record an episode there with me? Fuck yeah, so dude. Fun, yeah. I just don't know how I'm supposed to bring all the gear. I, I was like looking at a place that I really liked. And I was like, there's too much noise. Like I couldn't do a podcast <laughs> here. And I didn't take it. It was on the second floor next to like a bunch of shit on the top of the... There was like a little roof next to it. And like a bunch... You know, that was like... It was above a bowling alley beneath another yeah, bowling alley. Yeah, like, you know what? Like if I ever wanted a podcast, like it would never work That's here. That's true. So I was like, sorry, can't do it. <laughs> okay, go. Robin's on paragraph two of eight. So uh, <laughs> Really? No, it's not that. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, also, Hoffman, please stop fanning yourself. It's really annoying to me. What? You guys are both really annoying to me. Um, I'm definitely linked between everyone and in a lot of ways the glue. Why did I leave off? Okay, this friend is a very awkward person and has a hard time making friends on their own. And I understand they want to branch out and meet new people, but I don't feel like it's my responsibility. It's a cold-hearted take for sure, but I'd rather not be forced to spend time with people I don't like. When I run into them at gatherings or parties or in passing, obviously I'm friendly and cordial, but I don't want to have to see them every single month. Nice. Stone cold. I like that. No, I absolutely understand that. There's a, there's a lot of people... Well, here's the thing. I don't thing. want to go off a tangent, well, but I understand the idea of being like, I only want to see certain people... At certain events, at certain times. No, but also a certain amount of times. Like, there's some people who I like, but it's like, I like you, but, like, I don't want to see you more than once, more than yeah, once every two coffee weeks. coffee friends or something. Um, real quick, though, <clears throat> is it is is it sounding like it's one of those people where she's afraid if they bring him that they'll ruin it for everybody? Or are they afraid of, like, The reasons why they dislike like, the person are sort of very ambiguous. Is it? Because I think that they might be jealous that, like, everyone will like the friend that they bring. I don't think that's no? what I think. She said they're awkward and... and Said my friend, this friend is a very awkward person, has a hard time making friends of their own. I understand they Actually, want to Actually, you know what? Out. Fuck that person. All a person's person, trying to do is make friends. And yeah, no. This, this fuck this them. No, no. You just kicked them out of the group. You just changed your opinion. You said you understood, and now you don't. 
I understand, but then when she's like, I don't want them to be, yeah, I don't right. want them to be part of this friend group because they don't have a lot of friends. Well, they don't have any friends. Not, they're not good at socializing. Know, but it's, it's such, like, I, I imagine it being very difficult to be like socially awkward and the amount of courage it would take to be like, hey, can I join your reading uh, club? Um, uh, Hoffman, you know that book club you have once a month <laughs> that you, um, I was wondering, I don't know, like, I know people don't like me, but <laughs> I don't know. It, can I come to the next one? I mean, we only read books about like post-Holocaust trauma and because you don't believe that that happened we uh, just can't oh, fuck, have yeah, you right. okay. okay maybe next month okay man what a you guys done your skit never <laughs> keep going it sounds silly but this book club is my baby I organize and coordinate everyone sounds I put like in podcast. so much of the effort to keep it going hmm. I know everyone cares about it but I definitely have a special affection for it that goes beyond what others feel and if this new person joined the group book club would go from being a safe haven to something mu- I'm much less excited about. Hmm. My two friends haven't exactly said if she can't join we have to quit but they've hinted at that being a possibility. Oh fuck. Outside what? of book club these are two of my very best friends in the world. I don't want to hurt them by rejecting their friend but at the same time I just do not want this person in the club. Either way if they quit or if their friend joins our book club will lose something. This won't end our friendship but it might end book club. Also, if this person joins, my friends know how I feel about them. Won't that be uncomfortable for all involved? I don't think I could ever introduce someone to the group that we all didn't agree on. I would also respect someone else's feelings. Not everyone likes everyone, and that's okay. Question mark? One possible option is to do an anonymous vote, but the problem is that no one else knows the person, so what would they even be voting on? Do I just cancel book club altogether? Do I let my friends leave and continue on without them? Do I just suck it up, let this new person join and grin and bear it? Am I being a selfish jerk if I don't? Is it okay to be a selfish jerk sometimes? At this point, every outcome seems like a big lose-lose. I would love your wisdom and impartial opinions signed, is this a hill worth dying on? All right, well, first off, I want to say, um, whoever wrote in, tell us the name of the person, and I want to have that person on the podcast. <laughs> I want to have the awkward social person on the podcast and really scratch that noggin. Not the awkward social person, the awkward anti-social <laughs> person. Um, second, I think that they should do a Survivor-type thing where they all write the names down and show a camera, and then mm. at the end, like, I don't know, they, they watch the video. online. Yeah, I think that was, like, the great, a Book great Book Club part. becomes a reality show. Hell yeah, dude. That's win-win for everyone. I kind of switch sides, like, a bunch of times. You did. And now I think I'm sort of... I was gonna say I was back on the side of the the question asker. Like, I, I don't know. It's I don't like the idea of, of the two friends being. Oh like, wait, Hoffman, give, uh, give them a name so we can just refer to the name while we're talking about it. Yeah, wh- who? What, what's who's this the woman's person name? Wrote in? Sorry, I just named who I thought the person was. <laughs> so I was like, I'll just call them boy thinking it, which is really problematic. Um, Marge. So Marge. I sort of understand that, you know, the book club's been going on for so long, Marge has this affinity, it means something special to Marge, and I don't really like the fact that that Joe and Laura are sort of saying, like, if you can't let our friend Bill in, we're going to leave. Oh, is that what they're saying? Yeah. I thought it was like, if they if Marge lets her friend in, then her two other friends will leave. No, no, it's that, that, oh. they're it's Joe, it's Joe and Laura. Hmm, I mean, who want to bring in if those Franklin. are your friend. If those are your two Frank- best friends, no, don't you said, trust their... Bill, it's Bill. Don't you trust? She knows this person too, though. So it's like, but she doesn't like hanging out with them. Hmm. It's a toughie. I think, um, invite the person and make them stand up in front of them of everyone. And mm. they have to prove that they're worth it to they join the club. They have to memorize a whole book. That's a great idea. A chapter. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them a chapter. You That's can... not going to change 
the, the fact. But the it reasons proves why she that they really want to yeah. be in book club. But it sort club. of doesn't really matter. Like she doesn't really give a fuck how badly they want to be in book club. It's like this is my book club. I don't know if we had a little. It, that's almost like me of like if Hoffman wanted to bring someone no, onto the Robin show. Robin wanted to bring someone in. You're like, well, I can't lose Robin. But yeah, I don't want to bring like Robin's friend just because she's Robin's friend when I know she's not funny or interesting. It's true. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, on the flip side of that is like I'll fucking tolerate anybody because I think like that's good content. Versus with but a book club, not, yeah, yeah. book not. clubs a lot more mature. There's like cheese plates at book clubs and stuff. Also, no one's listening, so a, a, an interesting like t- tense dynamic is not nice. Where like a tense dynamic on here is great. I, I'm going back and forth between like just saying suck it up and invite them for one book club and just see how it is because honestly you don't know what it's going to be like Maybe you could add an interesting voice to the conversation like yeah. why don't you want a different perspective because odds are it's only once a month it's not that it's, bad it's once a month you've probably never talked about books with this person before right like yeah. you don't know that you know just because you think you know them in real life just because they deny some certain things that you don't agree with maybe they're good at talking about books though you know true and maybe they're less awkward when they have something to talk about the entire length of a book. Um, if you're listening to this reader, we'll make a fake book club that you can invite this person to, and then we can and you see. can tell them yeah. the book club. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. about like real, real life? Like a real suggestion is like bring the guy to one, have it be like a test yeah. thing, and but then I think have this person the vote. sort of has their heels. They're sort of digging in there. You know, it's like but tell by them, letting it's just the like person come, come to, one, to one, they've already lost. Yeah. Who's already the person who came? Marge. Marge. Marge loses if oh. she lets this person in. Because oh. then also I feel like after the first thing, you know, the two friends would be like, oh, yeah, we loved fucking, you know, whoever it was, right. you know, and she'll be like, really? Like, I didn't think it was that good. Like, no, no, no. Like, and then she stuck with it. Right. Because it's easier to not invite maybe someone this person than uninvite won't commit. someone. Maybe, maybe they'll go to one and be you, like, you, you, you can't, you can't rely on that, though. True. What if they fucking love it? Oh, I can't wait for next month. And the month after that. Can you also just like message us all and let us know who you are? <laughs> like, we really want to know. We won't tell anybody. It's true. Don't message off in that. <laughs> um, I'm going to say... All right, fi- final thoughts. Starting with Hoffman at the end. What do you think I'm she should thinking, do? I'm still thinking, can you go the other way around? Because like I told you before, I switched teams so many times. Like, I really don't know now. Um, I think that... Wait, remind me. How often does this book club meet? Do we Once know? Once a month. Once a month. Once like, a month. Something they really look forward they to. They really look forward they to it, They spend a lot of energy curating it. And they just don't, they don't want it to be somewhere where they have to go and encounter someone that they don't necessarily want to be around. Just I tell other friends to leave and start their own book club. <laughs> but she doesn't want that either. That's true. Or they, he or she. Um. Hmm. All right. I'm gonna say because you orchestrate the whole thing. Yeah. That you probably know the dynamics best. Yeah. And, and she's the only one who knows everyone. Exactly. So bringing in someone that you don't know as well might muck up the dynamics you have to decide if your book club is a democracy or not that's true who picks the books you know exactly what are they gonna pick Snooki's biography because i'll fucking read yeah that. it's like going to be there in a minute hell Florian yeah dude love Snooki. she was great she's yeah. like og he crush would, yeah dude bone Snooki. i know that goran's got a type and like it's very snooky <laughs> right goran sent me this picture he's like i'm after this girl on tinder she's a 10 i'm like <laughs> Okay, uh, but like she kind of just looks like Snucky. Yeah, yeah, he yeah loves a good like fake. Thank tan. you. Yeah. Gordon <laughs> likes when they when they don't spell things right on text, <laughs> so I can tell them off about how stupid they look to they me. They just come crawling. All right, um, I say it's your baby. You know you have a good thing going. You don't have to make changes right now. You don't have to decide to bring them on this month. 
let it play out for a bit. But what about the friends? I say call their bluff. I say just be like, no, yeah. they're not joining the club. And if you want to leave, leave. And yeah. maybe they won't leave. They're not going to leave. What are they going to do? Read a book a really and not tr- talk and about if, it? If not, like, make, are they worth having for this person? Because at this point, it's you got to accept the fact that it's going to be either or. Or yeah, maybe he, not. So that's the thing. Ultimatums are never a thing. Uh, never a good they thing, are. right? Yes, they're not a good thing. Yeah, it's like, if you are going to threaten to leave if I don't do your demands, mm-hmm. guess what, bitch? There's the door. Let it hit you on the way out. I love when Gorian just says, bitch. Yeah. Like, he always has a head tilt. Yeah, dude, because it's, it's not bitch, it's bitch, all right? Did you, see? Did you, see you can tell in my voice, that? yeah. Do it again. Bitch. That bitch. was kind of how Carrie <laughs> yeah. Coon read it, too. <gasps> it was the first bitch. way. Suck it! Line. Bitch. bitch. Oh, okay, thank you. Um, Robin, what do you think they should do? It is tricky, but I think if it really bothers you that much, mm-hmm. and it's something you look forward to, like, we all have those things that we like we like to do, mm-hmm. and the idea of having someone there that you don't want, like, I think I think it's legit to be like, maybe let's not invite it w- them. It was a nice ecosystem, and then the two friends just had to disrupt it, because it wasn't good Life enough for chaotic, them. Life is chaotic, and, like, yeah. things are unpleasant, so if you have something that you look forward to once a month, like... Mm-hmm. Plus, I think that maybe the two friends are kind of jealous of her being, like... She thinks she runs the best book club. If we should bring in this other person, you know, they'd be great for it. I feel it. like they're also just being pretend sensitive. I don't know. Like, <sighs> Great idea. Bring the person <laughs> on, but pick a book that has to do with what the situation is. Ooh. So that they're forced to give themselves, you know, they're reading stuff that's like, wait a minute. This seems like a little, it's a little on the nose. Or just pick like a real shitty book. <laughs> just be like, you know what? Like, fuck it. I'll pretend that I heard this was good and like, we'll see if I can scare them away. Yeah. Be like, what are you reading this week? Be like, War and Peace and you have to have it done by next month. <laughs> <laughs> or you're out. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, that idea. Yeah. yeah right. So our advice How often is... What's your final advice? Make the next book War and Peace. And if, <laughs> and if they can finish it in a month, they, have they to, should absolutely be in your book club. And have yeah. something interesting to say. Yeah, but no, but if they can finish it, if someone's going to like dedicate the time and patience to read that book, yeah. not that I've read it, but I've, I've considered it. It's also like, how can you ruin a book club in the sense that you read a book and you discuss the book, right? Like, But it's a social thing. and like you, I'm like a weird fucked up guy, you know? But if I go to a book club, I'm like, all right, let's talk about the book. And like, that's a, that, yeah, you know? I, know. I like but the it, idea of picking like, a book. How can you ruin a book something? club? Like, what would she talk about? Like, oh, this book reminds you of the guy I fucked more, last week. But, it, but it's more of like... <laughs> That'd make it very interesting. <laughs> that would be club. a hot, sexy book club. I think it's, it, like, it's a social thing for people and like... The talking about the book is like second. It's yeah. like who mm. you want to be around. The sandwich. Mm. Wasn't there a? Uh, it's all about the rose for the for, right? for Marge. Yeah. The what wasn't there a? Selection. What TV show was it where they had a book club and it was an episode of um, the Weekenders? Uh, Tish joins a book club because she thinks it's for like high intellectuals, and then they find out that they just use the book club as like a mask to like come and hang out and like drink beer and do stuff like that. Yeah. Why can't so they just hang out and drink beer? Well, then she leaves and then they pull out the real book and start reading and talking about it. <laughs> See, that's fun. It's good. It's a good little uh, misdirection. What was the book? I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> I'll send you the episode tonight. Okay. Um, yeah, we hope we answered your question. It's really dope that someone wrote into us. And yeah. if, thank you. Yeah, if anyone else is listening. If anybody else wants to, they're like, oh, they were super judgmental on that person. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to write in my question. We have a form on our website yeah. and you can write in. Or any comments you have. Do you want Matt Hoffman back? That's true. 
Um, any thoughts about anything annoying Gorian says? When will you be back? Is there like a definite like t- like week that you'll be back this fall? Um, well, I'm going to come back towards the end of the month. Yeah, but we're not going to have you on that Yeah, I know. No, you're right. Um, yeah, I think I'm coming special back. Next I week, think I'm coming back on. the weekend of the... F- no, see, I don't really have... I'm going to be really in and out on the 4th of November. Glad we're talking about this on the air. Yeah, forget about it. I'll come back, okay? <laughs> like, the people we'll don't do need little, to know. We'll do a little Hanukkah special with the boy. Fine. Yes. Let's do it. A little, a little eight, Seder? Eight, we'll do, can we light the candles during the... Uh, yeah. Dude, can we light fucking eight blunts? Hell yeah, dude. Dude, Wow, and this is coming from a Holocaust denier. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, Hoffman, where can people find you? People can find me. You can't, because I'm moving. <laughs> Bye! Uh, where can they find you, Corian? <laughs> I don't know. Where the fuck can they find us, Robin? Uh, Badvicepodcast.ca. That's where you can leave us messages. Um, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Instagram, Facebook, pretty much everywhere. Bad Advice Podcast is our Instagram. Yeah. Right on. Um, Any closing comments? Yeah, I, I'm going to plug a show that I'm doing. Okay, oh. you go ahead and do it, and then I'll sing us out. All right. Perfect. On August 14th, I'm competing in Comedy Brawl at Comedy Bar. So Woo! come on out. August when? 14th. No, I'll be in New York. Well, I wasn't inviting you. I was inviting our fans. I got work as well. Yeah, but... I know. You already told me. We have book, this is why we have I'm... book club that night. <laughs> this is why I have to plug it We're on the show. We're reading Peace. Because you have to come and vote. That's true. Yeah, come out and vote for Robin on that. Yeah. August 14th? Yeah. Comedy bar. Comedy bar. Hoffman, what are you going to sing us out with? This is it. To sing us out? Hoffman, oh, we're going to miss you. Oh, my last song? Yeah. Hoffman. Can we vamp? Can, we, can you guys vamp for another minute? I don't have anything to think of. One more minute. Um, to sing us out. It's got to be Bruce Springsteen. No. What do you mean no? I was gonna just jump into Thunder Road, but I guess uh Another Mamma Mia? Just sing Mamma Mia. Just here's a little Bob Dylan oh. to sing us out. Perfect. I'm getting weary looking in my baby's eyes when she's near me. She's so hard to recognize. And then you'll just have the song come in. It'll fade in right there. Right yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hoffman, we're gonna miss you. Eve lurched away from the door and beat a flustered retreat to the kitchen, kitchen, primal muttering that no mother needs to hear from her son, especially when she was feeling nostalgic for the little boy he'd been. The sweet child who'd clung so desperately to her leg when she tried to say goodbye on the first day of preschool, begging her to stay with him for just one more minute. Please, Mommy, just one little minute. Oh, shit, he was saying now, in a tone of tranquilized wonder. Fuck yeah. Suck it, bitch. As if repulsed by a terror. I love that great pause after. I should let you sit with it.